Warning, this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast will result in serious fat loss. Let's do this. Another study on Science Hub did a 24-week study on 126 overweight people. What they found was that participants drinking coffee versus the placebo experienced greater loss of fat mass. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp podcast, founder of Keto Camp, best-selling author, and hey, here at Keto Camp, we're on a mission to educate and to inspire 1 billion people on planet Earth. I am super grateful you chose to press play today, and you are not going to regret it because we're going to talk about fat loss. These are 10 scientifically proven ways to burn fat. We're going to get into some interesting research. By the way, all of the research, the notes, everything mentioned on this episode can be found in the notes of this podcast if you want to geek out on some of the science here. We'll get into how things like turmeric, spicy foods, coffee, caffeine, there's some great news for caffeine drinkers, fasting, and other ways to actually enhance enhance your body's ability to upregulate the metabolism and burn fat. Not only that, I get into the recommended dose on what to consume on a daily basis according to the research. So if you're somebody who has been struggling to lose five pounds or over a hundred pounds, you're gonna get tremendous value from this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Be, be prepared, this is, one, this is one that is loaded with science and research, so grab a pen and paper, take a lot of notes. Before I get into the first tip, I want to take a minute here to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This one comes from Rob Think. Rob is actually a great friend of mine. I just saw your review. It was terrific. Rob actually has a wonderful podcast himself called No Ceilings with Rob Reynosa. Go check him out for sure. But he wrote, five-star review titled, Amazing Human Being with a Powerful Message. Ben is an intelligent caring and courageous human being. He truly cares for others and wants to see everyone around him win. This podcast is a must listen podcast. He has amazing guests who share generously their knowledge. Subscribe and follow his Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels. Rob, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for that rating and review. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please do so. And when you do, snap a screenshot of that rating and review, email us, support at ketocamp.com, camp with a K, and we will reply with my Keto Flex cookbook for 21 fat-burning recipes on keto, and guess what? This retails for 21 bucks. You'll get it for free just for leaving an honest rating and a review. All right, I know you're ready. Let's get into these 10 fat-burning tips. Whether you have that last 5 to 10 pounds to go or you have over 100 pounds to lose, 
I'm going to present to you the science and give you 10 ways to enhance fat burning inside of your body. So make sure you grab a pen and paper, take notes, and let's get right into these top 10 methods. By the way, number nine on this list is my favorite and most powerful way to burn that fat. The first way to enhance fat burning is with broccoli sprouts. Now broccoli contains a compound in it called glucoraphanin, and when you consume it in the sprouted form, you actually tenfold, maybe even more, your absorption of this compound. There was an interesting study that showed after 10 weeks of broccoli sprout consumption, weight and BMI were altered, but also body fat mass significantly decreased. This same study showed that levels of inflammatory marker C-reactive protein interleukin-6 also decreased with consumption of broccoli sprouts. The benefit of consuming glucoraphanin was shown in a study in the Diabetes Journal that showed it actually helped insulin resistance through the process of browning adipose tissue. We know brown fat is mitochondrial dense and it helps you burn more calories and it showed a reduction in metabolic endotoxemia in mice. Another study on PubMed showed that broccoli sprout extract ameliorates obesity-induced inflammation and insulin resistance. I'll put those studies down below for you if you wanna check those out. The recommended dose is about 500 milligrams per day to get your desired effect. I'll drop supplement links for the ones that I use if you wanna to choose to use those as well. The next item on the list is turmeric. There's a compound in turmeric called curcumin, and there was a meta-analysis done which showed the effects of curcumin intake and what it did to decrease BMI, which is body mass index, total weight, waist circumference, and leptin. This same study shows that intake of curcumin increased levels of adiponectin. Adiponectin is a fat-burning hormone. It actually tells your body to take body fat and take that fat to your subcutaneous body fat, which is much healthier versus your visceral organ fat. So we want adiponectin, and this study showed it increased it. It also showed an improvement in your antioxidant activity in the body. There was a study done on Science Hub that showed what obesity does to contribute to chronic low-grade inflammation. We know that turmeric and curcumin is one of the most widely studied herbs out there, which has been shown to reduce inflammation and increase antioxidant properties. There was another study on PubMed that showed intake of curcumin supplementation helped with body mass index, body weight, waist circumference, and also with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. I'll drop those links down for you if you want to read those studies. So here was the, you know, according to all the research out there, the range to stay in to get this effect was somewhere between 70 to 2,400 milligrams of turmeric each day. I'll drop a link for my favorite supplement that I use. The next item on the list, good news for my coffee drinkers out there, coffee and tea. Oh, there was a study on Science Hub that showed caffeine may reduce appetite and increase basal metabolic rate, which is your body's ability to burn calories. Another study on Science Hub did a 24-week study on 126 overweight people. What they found was that participants drinking coffee versus the placebo experience greater loss of fat mass. Hey Keto Camper, I want to interrupt this episode real quick and let you know about a product I've been using to reduce inflammation and to get better sleep. When it comes to the CBD space, it is like the wild, wild west. And the company I've discovered is Dr. Phillips Formulations. It is pure, safe, potent, and yes, it's formulated by a doctor. They bring over 20 years of medical experience to their CBD oil. They have a proprietary formulation which combines pure, 
high quality ingredients with the knowledge of a board certified physician. They have tinctures that are internationally certified for non-GMO. And here's what they also have, keto CBD fruit chews. Yes, they are keto friendly, they taste delicious, and they're a great way to reduce inflammation in the body. If you wanna get your hands on these CBD tinctures and keto fruit chews, head over to drphillipscbd.com. That is D-R-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S-C-B-D.com. We will also put a link for you in the podcast notes down below. Okay, let's get back to this episode. So if you're somebody who struggles with cravings and appetite control, this could help with that and also could help you burn more calories. Now here was where I recommend we have about eight, maybe to 12 ounces of coffee per day. So eight ounces of uh, coffee contributes to 92 milligrams of caffeine. Eight ounces of black tea is about 47 milligrams and eight ounces of green tea is 28 milligrams. Now the study showed this, and this is a little bit excessive when it comes to caffeine, but taking 100 milligrams of caffeine per day, it is excessive, I don't recommend it. It did result in a 5% increase in 24 hour energy expenditure, which is your body's ability to burn calories. So you can get this similar effect just by having around eight to 12 ounces of coffee or getting some caffeine on a daily basis. The next item on my list is capsaicin, found in peppers. Some really interesting research on PubMed showed consumption of these foods containing capsaicin lowered the prevalence of obesity. It also showed that it helped with fat oxidation, which is your body's ability to use fat as an energy source. And then chili pepper specifically increased resting energy expenditure by triggering brown adipose tissue, that's brown fat, we want that. Mitochondrial dense helps your body burn more fat. So the recommended amount according to the research is about 1500 milligrams per day. You could also get it from foods or supplementation, but here's a list of spicy foods depending on how, you know, your palate, but a Carolina pepper is the hottest one out there. And then we have cayenne, spicy, chipotle is medium, uh, jalapeno and poblano is about mild. So that's the range right there. You could either consume these foods or take a supplement that has about 1500 milligrams of capsaicin in it. The next item is astaxanthin, found specifically in wild salmon. Some research showed that there's strong antioxidant properties in astaxanthin, which could play a role in reducing oxidative stress. That's important because the more you could reduce inflammation in your body, which is oxidative stress, the more efficient your fat burning hormones could connect to your receptor sites on your cells and help you burn fat. In a prospective randomized double blind uh, trial study done on Science Hub, it showed in 23 young overweight participants who are either obese or overweight, biomarkers of oxidative stress decreased after supplementation of astaxanthin. Now the recommended dose on a daily basis is around eight milligrams. You could feel free to increase that. It's important to understand this though. I do not recommend getting your astaxanthin from a fish oil supplementation form. Fish oil is actually rancid and toxic and actually increases inflammation in your body. Next we have omega-3s. We know that the body loves omega-3 fats and healthy omega-6 fats, but some interesting research on PepMed showed that high omega-3 intake of quality omega-3 contributes to homeostasis and weight loss. The study also showed that high amounts of omega-6, which are these unstable fats, by the way, fish oil is one of them, increased leptin resistance. Why is that important? Well, leptin is the hormone that tells you you're full stop eating, to put down the fork. 
and you could actually develop what's called leptin resistance similar to insulin resistance. And this study showed that high intake of omega-6 contributed to both. This study also showed that maintaining a proper healthy balance of omega-6 to omega-3, roughly, you know, a ratio of two to one helped to prevent and manage obesity. So here are my favorite sources for you to uh, eat and also my sources for you to remove on any nutritional plan you're following. We want to avoid these bad inflammatory omega-6 fats. So if you're consuming any of these right now and you're not losing the weight, you're not feeling good, it's time to do an audit and remove these. Corn, safflower, sunflower, cottonseed, and soybean oil. These are inflammatory fats that could lead to inflammation in your body around your cells for up to 12 months. Instead, switch over to these healthier omega-3 sources of quality fats like walnuts, hemp seeds, sunflower seeds, avocado oil, and eggs. So make this simple switch right there and watch your body burn fat. The next on my list is to follow a well-formulated ketogenic approach. I have a ton of videos on my channel if you wanna learn more about keto because by the way, not all keto diets are created equal, but we know that ketosis, studies have proven it, and I'll put a couple down for you. It helps with weight, fat mass, and fat oxidation. It also helps improve body composition. So that primarily means eating more healthy fat, eating some protein, and lowering your carbs to roughly about 50 grams or less per day. Here's why keto is so powerful at burning fat. Insulin is the only fat storage hormone that we have in the body, and carbohydrates spike insulin more than any other macronutrient. By eating more fat and protein, you keep insulin low. Insulin is the bully of the block. We wanna keep it asleep, and it allows your body to tap into its fat stores for fuel and helps you burn fat. If you wanna learn more about ketosis, I do have a 10-part series on how to do it the right way. I'll also put a link for you down below. But a well-formulated ketogenic approach in combination with what I just taught you is a powerful way to blast fat. Next on my list is exercise. Now, exercise alone, without the other things that I mentioned, will not get you the results you want. But if you could combine exercise with those tips, it's a match made in heaven. Exercise, a study showed that regardless of the type of exercise, there was postprandial fat oxidation, your body's ability to burn fat. And that was shown on the Journal of Science Hub. Another study on nature showed that early exercise between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. proved to burn significantly more body weight than exercise later on in the day. So if you're in the habit of exercising later in the day between 3 and 7 p.m., if you switch that to 7 a.m., this study showed you get bigger bang for your buck. My recommended a dose for exercise is about three to five times per week. It doesn't have to be an hour long. It could be 30 minutes or so. Check out GC3 Fitness on YouTube. He's got a great channel for a lot of these great exercise videos. I'll put a link for him down below. Allow me to take a moment to talk to you about this metabolic wellness drink called Good Idea. I've been using Good Idea and the taste is great, but more importantly, I love that it's made with clean ingredients that has been tested and proven effective in clinical trials. Good Idea contains a unique blend of amino acids and chromium picolinate that have been shown to reduce the blood sugar response to meals. As we know, balanced blood sugar means better energy, less cravings, improved metabolism, and a better mood. It's all about postprandial glucose, meaning how well controlled is your glucose after eating a meal. The taste of Good Idea is mild and refreshing, kind of like lighter sparkling water. I personally can't get enough of it. Me and my fiance Natasia go through cases every single month 
And the great thing about the good folks over at Good Idea is that they gave me a promo code for Keto Camp Podcast listeners. So if you head to goodidea.us and use the coupon code KETOCAMP at checkout, you'll get 10% off your Good Idea drinks. That is K-E-T-O-K-A-M-P, no space in between. Go to goodidea.us or click the link down below, and it would be a good idea to go get your good idea. My favorite item on the list right here is fasting. Intermittent fasting, different fasting strategies. There was a study on Science Hub that showed fasting beyond 16 hours has beneficial impacts on fat mass and insulin sensitivity. Another study on Science Hub showed that alternate day fasting, that means eating a normal schedule one day and then fasting the next day, resulted in reductions in body weight, reductions in fat mass, waist to height ratio, and it lowered high sensitivity C-reactive protein levels, which is an inflammatory marker in your body versus a calorie restrictive diet. So fasting is not technically about eating less, it's about eating less often. We're not talking about calories in versus calories out here, we're talking about giving your body a period of time to reset, to turn into a fat burner, and to reduce inflammation, and fasting helps you accomplish that. So I love what's called my 5-1-1 rule. Follow this on a seven-day schedule, and this is how you do fasting and keto, and you're gonna burn tremendous fat. How this works is five days out of the week, you are going to be following an 18-6 intermittent fasting schedule. That means 18 hours out of a 24-hour period, you're just having water and some sea salt, you're in the fasted state. Now you have a six-hour eating window, that could be 12 to 6 p.m., with two ideally keto-friendly meals. That's for the five days. The one is a 24-hour water-only fast, meaning going from dinner to dinner or lunch to lunch. Some cool things about that, some research from MIT shows that a 24-hour water fast will strengthen intestinal stem cells, which could help with any digestive issues you've got going on. Now that final one is what I call a keto flex day. I have a brand new book coming out all about this, but it's a day where you do not practice fasting, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you have higher healthy carbs and protein, lower fat. That 5-1-1 rule is terrific, and that'll help this protocol be more sustainable. The last item on the list here is fasted exercise. This is a powerful way to really accelerate fat loss, and let me dig into the research for you. A study on PubMed showed that combining intermittent fasting resistant training led to a maintaining lean body mass. Other studies, Science Hub and PubMed, have also shown that training in a fasted state decreases body weight, frees fat mass, helps your, body, helps your body dump some fat into your bloodstream to be burned for fuel, and also it helps with fat mass improvement. So here's the cool thing about this. You can either do it with resistance training, studies show that benefits, or even low intensity training, meaning just going for a walk on an empty stomach. But here's why I love exercise in the fasted state. When you go into an exercise, whether it's a workout or a CrossFit workout or a run or a jog or just a walk, you're putting your body fat at the front of this metabolic bus to be burned for fuel first. Versus having a protein shake or a banana or a meal before a workout, you're putting those food calories at the front of that metabolic bus. That'll be burned for fuel before your body fat. Well, now you are locked and loaded. You have an arsenal of what to do to burn fat. Check out the studies, the resources, my supplement recommendations. I put links. Everything for you could be found in the notes of this podcast. Hey, shoot this podcast link to a friend. Text it to a friend. Message it to them right now. Post it on social media. If you want to watch the video format 
of this episode. That could be found on our Keto Camp YouTube channel. Just type in Keto Camp, Camp with the K on YouTube. Reminder to leave the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Also, forgot to mention this earlier, but I have an upcoming masterclass on keto and fasting. If you really want to learn my four-pillar framework to getting exceptional results on keto and fasting, sign up for this free webinar. Go to www.ketosismasterclass.com. Shoot me a follow on Instagram at TheBenAzadi. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed.